0: Welcome along listeners, you are listening to the R-Effect podcast.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this series which explores key sustainability themes and concepts and highlights how we can make a difference both here on campus and globally.
0: My name's Jake and I'm George and we're your hosts today. Here's what you can be expecting today. We are talking to numerous societies with a sustainable focus today at your Students' Union for Falmouth and Exeter down here on the Penrhyn and Falmouth campuses. We've got all sorts coming for you today whether it's natural, nature-based ones, to crafty ones, educational ones, ones with good trips, you can expect a whole variety. So we are talking to Green Living Society So if you like getting down and dirty outside and growing stuff and connecting to nature, I think this is a society for you. Excited to talk to Green Living? Oh yeah, definitely. So we've got two very special guests representing Green Living for us today. And the first one is Marcel. Hi, Marcel. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, good.
2: Enjoying the final broken summer. Final broken summer. (laughs) Bless you. Torrential rain. Scotland here. Oh,
1: dear. Very impressive uh, wallpaper behind you, Marcel.
2: It's a lovely thing. <laughs> it's it's uh, horse chestnuts, I believe. That's awesome.
0: Very like very old-fashioned but quirky-looking like cupboards in your window. Is that a thing or shutters? Uh, shutters.
1: I nice. think.
2: Yeah, it's my grandma's place. <laughs> <laughs> just like I don't know what they are.
0: I'm, just my grandma
1: also had the same
0: thing, so it's obviously uh, an old school thing. And Finn, we have you as well. Hey, how's it going? Great, thank you. Are you joining us from Little Old Falmouth, or are you somewhere so exciting?
3: In the really exciting bedroom
0: of Marcel. <laughs> so Marcel's away, and you get his bedroom.
3: Yeah, my bedroom's getting like taken down today. The ceiling is getting like ripped out because there's a leak. So that's exciting.
0: Oh, that is exciting.
1: Hopefully, we can fit this recording in before they start doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah, that's exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks both for joining us today. First up, could you outline what your main roles are in the society? So, Marcel, first with you. Do you have a role in the society? Would you say?
2: Well, I'm the president, which I guess means when we can, when we convene as friends, which happens every Wednesday when we're in the allotments, we'll talk through new ideas, stuff that we want to learn, good ideas on how on how we could do how we could work things better in the garden, things that we could plant and then we get moving on them.
0: We we implement. Nice. And the allotment is in the walled garden on Penryn campus, isn't it?
2: That's right. We've got about the most far away stretch on campus you could possibly find, right right at the ends, right when you're not really sure whether you're whether you're <laughs> on campus anymore or you're in some old mythical Cornish woods. <laughs> and Finn, do you
0: say you have a role in society?
3: Yeah, so this year I'm a home growing supervisor. I think that's the name. Home so I'm, I'm in charge of the allotments. Oh. Um, but I was president as well as home growing supervisor last year, so I'm sort of handing it over. Yeah,
0: ish. handing the baton on.
3: Trying to teach Marcel the ways, training him nice. up. And then I'm taking a step back because I've been final year, so hopefully Marcel and the others can do the, all the uh, pet work.
0: Is it is it a, a father son relationship?
3: Uh, uncle, uncle,
0: uncle. I was thinking Karate Kid. <laughs> Master and student. That's the uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Finyagi. Sounds great. Sounds great. So we're going to hit you both with some quick either or questions to start with, which are really important. So um, first, that we wanted to ask, on behalf of Green Living, you can both say your answer. Pasty or cream tea? Uh,
2: pasty. Yeah. Cream tea with coconut milk. Hard to pull off. That's a good. Point. <laughs> that's a good. Point.
1: Right next in music or podcast. Is it mean if I say music? Not mean at all. We take no judgment. Sure, music.
0: No birdsong. How about that? Birdsong. That's a that's a (laughs) that's an alternate answer. And ASOS or Depop. (laughs) Very relevant.
2: Backwards charity shop or made by you
0: or your friends. No compromises. Fantastic.
2: I'm liking this.
0: These alternative answers. This is brilliant. Finn, are you in agreement with that? Absolutely. Nice one. Thank you both for establishing those key questions that we want everyone to know about. And we'll move on now to a bit more digging into Green Living Society. Um, what would you say the society is all about?
2: Well, okay, president speaking here. Hmm. I guess learning new, gre- new green skills is the big thing. So we try and put on as, um, as big a range of learning events as possible. The big one... The biggest ones for that this year were um, were for I think it was foraging and making things with what you've got. Um, so we we had a workshop carving spoons with <sighs> uh, with a local forester. We um, we've had foraging we've had foraging talks on how to get how to get free food from everywhere from the sea from all of the all of the wild plants that are always dis, that are always discounted. Um, you know nettles, thistles, tree leaves. There's I'd say a good thirty percent of the plants out all around you are edible. Great. And then also building with what we've got. Um, so we've uh, we've got some willow trees growing in the allotment. We've had we've had previously we've had workshops on how to uh, how to make baskets with those, uh, how to make fences with it. Great. I suppose the idea with, with green living is that you can do an amazing amount with just what you've already got around you, completely for free.
3: Maybe also just getting people outside, you know, like away from their screens mm. and away from Inside the house, all our events are just, like, sort of outdoor-based, going on a walk and learning foraging, or, sort of like, juicing apples.
4: Love it. Love
1: it. Yeah. That was great. I also heard, within Marcel's answer, the key phrase that every student wants to hear. Free food. So, <laughs> I think this is a society everyone should be joining up to. <laughs> is there anything, any other um, events or trips that you, that you run of You come with them off that? Um,
3: so, like, focused on, like, foraging, but... Um, Like, we do apple juicing linked with, like, foraging. We've done, like, medicinal foraging where we, like, made some barns with various, like, medicinal herbs that you can find growing around, like, plantain. Great. Oh, and tree planting stuff, you know. We've, like, like collaborated with the gardeners on campus a lot and organised various tree planting. We collaborated with, like, uh, the local XR group and did some tree planting for sort of climate action where we added little signs.
0: Great stuff. So how does being part of green living enable people to improve their own sustainability?
2: I think one of the big things is that it connects you to a, it connects you to a wider group of people. I think that gives you a lot of momentum. And not only that, but what, you know, learning 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 gardening now, I think no matter where you're living, there's there's always scope to do some gardening. But it's never beyond you to put down a few pots and and plant something. And I think community and sustainability go hand in hand. Attending our sessions and um, and learn, you know and learning and learning new things about about this world around them that we that we so rarely get the privilege of uh, of actually understanding more than at the surface level besides once you know how to forage you will you will never buy salad from tesco again <laughs> i promise
1: in my last house they didn't have a garden so what would you recommend what's the easiest thing that somebody can farm themselves or having a pot that you don't need a garden for
3: oh, pots it depends what you're wanting but like and it's very useful to have some like a sunny front facing house or like or sun uh, in the back so so we've got loads of pots out front and things that grow really well are like herbs so like mint if you put it in the garden without a pot it just goes mad you know like you can't control it so like plants that go out of control I think are such good plants for easy growing so mint is a really good one and you have mint tea and you can use it in like smoothies but in terms of like actual vegetables, chard, not everyone might be familiar with that. It's very much like spinach, but okay. it looks a lot more pretty. You can get like rainbow, like different colored um, stems. You can use it just like spinach. So chard grows really well here.
1: I like it. What sort of members are you looking for to make the perfect pairing with Green Living? You can be absolutely anyone. We don't need,
2: uh, we don't need any previous gardening experience. Um, we're, just, we're looking for people who are excited to learn more. Gardening's one side, but, uh, but you know, woodcrafts cr- wood and uh, birders, people who are interested in insects, all of that sort of thing. Everyone takes something away.
3: Dude, apple juice fanatics.
0: <laughs> Mint fanatics.
3: No, <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. Like, I don't think we definitely don't want to focus our audience on anyone. Like, I think everyone should have the
0: opportunity to be doing outdoorsy things. Fantastic.
1: I think I've nicked the trick here. Honestly, I'm ready to sign up.
0: I'm, yeah. <laughs> so, if you could sum up, boys, being part of green living in three words, what would they be? <laughs> um, nettles. <laughs> nettles. <laughs> friends. Friends, like it. Mm, nice. Friends. One final word that sums up green living. Growth. Yeah, no, no. Nice. I That's like it. Great guy. Nettles, path. growth, and friends.
2: <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like one of these sort of post-apocalyptic self-help books
0: <laughs> it's been really great to talk to you both today um me and george are definitely signing up <laughs> immediately yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: yes we? Come on, next.
0: great stuff well, i hope that um everyone listening is enticed as well and just to clarify if they do want to get involved with green living what's the best way to contact you and start that process
3: i think facebook our facebook page so su green living um we've got Instagram too, which must be I think Green Living Farmer. Um and then if you just wanna if if unique comes back to normal, there'll be a Wednesday allotment sessions, which is Wednesday afternoon, and we'll be just, in a yeah, garden. come up, come up,
2: come over to the Ward Garden on Wednesday at one o'clock
3: and say hi. Let's get yeah. talking.
0: That's really great boys. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, cheers Thanks. guys.
5: Thanks. Thank you for Thanks, hosting.
0: George. Next up I am talking to a Sostena Society with Eilish. Hello Eilish. Hello. Welcome to the podcast.
5: Thank you for having me.
0: Hope you're doing well. Yes
5: yes I'm
0: good. And I'm I'm really excited to talk about Sostenna because I feel like not many people know about it. It's pretty new and um, even it's new to me even I don't know much about it so (laughs) really excited.
5: Cool I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Good stuff. So we'll kick off then with um, what exactly is your role in Sustenna?
5: So I am the President and co-founder, um, I guess, of Sostena. Uh, but my official title is president, and that means that I get to sometimes assert my authority and make <laughs> decisions. Sometimes act like a bit of a dictator, but. <laughs> Sometimes.
0: <laughs> nice. you say co-founder, how did it come about then?
5: You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a weird idea that myself and my friend Anna had. Um, we were walking in Farmers and it was raining, and I was like, oh, we were like, oh, it'd be really good if we set that up. And then we were like, oh wait, we can set that up. Let's do it. And then we just kind of went from there. And luckily with with the SU, it is so incredibly easy to set up a society. If you if you come to uni and there isn't a society for something mm. that you want bet you can set it up
0: fantastic <laughs> it's great that you are a totem of that comment and that that incentive brilliant so before we get on to some details of Sustena, i want to ask you some really important questions uh, that i think everyone will want to know really so really really important it is really important so first up electric bike or pedal
5: bike Oh my gosh! I've never even—I've never used an electric bike, so I'm gonna have to go with pedal bike. <laughs> pedal bike, uh, it is. Buy one, but I think pedal bike because I just don't know how electric ones work.
0: It's a nice tradition, isn't it? Then nothing could go wrong. <laughs> and sunlit day or starry night?
5: Ooh! Oh gosh, that's a hard question. I, oh god, I don't know. <gasps> I don't know. I think I probably have to go with sunlit day. Mm. But but if I'm in like a really really dark place, then Mm -hmm. maybe stop. But but I probably on general Sunday day.
0: And bean burger or hamburger?
5: What bean burger of course. Bean
0: burger of course, nice one. Well, thank you very much for establishing those answers (laughs) for me. I like to say very important. Everyone needs to know that. Okay, let's explore a bit more Sustena then um, with a few questions. What is the society all about, Elish?
5: So we are primarily a student-led sustainable theatre. so each of those terms is sort of really important to us so the fact that we're student-led is at our core we don't have teacher involvement we don't have you know we don't bring in any outside instructors we are entirely student-led um, and then sustainable so yeah we focus on sustainability within theater theater is an incredibly polluting and wasteful industry and we aim to a, make it not wasteful, so anything that we will use, we will reuse, any props, costumes. And then B, we want to explore the relationship that we as uh, have with the environment um, and we feel that the medium of theatre is the perfect opportunity for that. Um, yeah.
0: Brilliant. That's great. I love how you broke down your, your motto. <laughs> That's brilliant. Awesome stuff. And like you say, probably like a, a sector that people don't really think of as being... Uh, very high environmental impacts.
5: Yeah, but it is. really, if you think about, like, for anybody who's ever been to see even an underground performance or any sort of performance, the costumes probably will never be used again. The costumes were probably made in a sweatshop and probably made under really unethical and unsustainable conditions. Any of the set, crops, stuff like that, like, it just so easily gets thrown away. It's just a thing to definitely be aware of in the industry is that it is very, very, mm,
0: very insightful, thank you. So as sostener do you run any particular activities, events, or trips, or are you looking to when coronavirus passes over?
5: Yeah, we are very new and young, and we only, we only sort of um, started doing very good society activities in January. So we wow. really have not had much time. Um, we would run game type nice. <laughs> um Where we were we're we're really quite passionate about sort of not necessarily coming out with a set plan and exploring different themes. So we worked under the under the sort of umbrella of climate change for our last piece, and we would explore different things and we were sort of getting to know each other as a company. So it was it was good to sort of explore different methods and different ways to create, but over the next Term, we've got grand plans for the first term. Um, we are aiming to produce a three part radio play.
0: Oh, wow! Radio fantastic.
5: Um, so obviously, because of coronavirus and restrictions on how you can meet up and whether we actually feel safe to meet up, we thought it would be better to aim for something that we don't necessarily have to be doing in person, so we can have writing sessions online, focusing on writing primarily we're gonna we're, we're writing this all ourselves we're not using script, pre-existing script so the big focus this year is writing and then also none of us have ever worked with radio plays so it'll be a real big learning curve for all of us um and it's a chance to explore something that we probably would have never explored
0: brilliant so how does being part of the society enable people to improve their own sustainability do you think
5: i think one of the most important things when it comes to stener and i think this is a Really, really big part of sustainability. Anyway, it's just having the conversation. So you don't necessarily have to be, you know, out here entirely plastic-free, entirely vegan. You don't drive. You don't use public transport. You cycle everywhere. You walk everywhere. But just talking about the environment and being aware of our relationship to the environment and sort of understanding what smaller steps we can do. I just, I think a lot a big part of it is changing the mindset. So I think a big part of the center is the fact that we are out here having these conversations, using the platform of theatre to talk about our feelings and express how we're feeling about the environment. Um yeah and just having a space to talk about it especially for young people, it's kind of I find it very overwhelming and mm-hmm. very scary a lot of the time. So having a safe space where we can talk about things, talk about how we're feeling and sort of maybe create something out like of that, I think that's really important.
0: Brilliant. Well said. Well said. And what sort of members are you looking for to make a perfect pairing with Sustena Society?
5: Anyone. Anyone, really. If you're interested in writing, if you're interested in performing, if you're interested in costume, if you're interested in set, lighting, sound effects, maybe not lighting because we'll be doing a radio play, but <laughs> you know, maybe we can have some lighting for, for ambiance. <laughs> but like literally anything, but you also don't have to have any. Um, background in theatre you don't have to audition we're not that type of society it's just a space for anybody really of any experience
0: everyone welcome in this musical so if you could sum up being part of Sustenna so far in the small amount of time uh, it's been going in three words what would they be
5: creative enjoyable and friendly
0: fantastic so if that has enticed you listeners into getting involved with Sustenna Eilish where can they go to find out more and get involved
5: so instagram and facebook are the places to be i suppose um we also have an email if you want to directly contact us you any grand ideas we're, we're up for hearing about them thank you ailish from sostena thank you very much for having have me
0: have a rest of the day you
5: too
0: so coming up now we are going to be speaking to the zero waste society's representative welcome the new president charlotte
6: hello hello charlotte how are you Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm really good, thank you. Looking forward to talking to you about Zero Waste.
6: Yeah, and me.
0: As the president, what would you say your sort of role is in that?
6: So basically I'm just organising events to kind of bring together like-minded people that want to learn about Zero Waste. So it doesn't really matter what stage of the journey you're on, but um, sort of if you don't know anything about it, we welcome you. But then also we want advice from people that might know more than us come on in and tell us about their zero waste lifestyle
0: great brilliant so first up george is going to kick start us with some essential questions we want to find out from you
1: yeah they really are essential especially this first one so pasty or cream tea
6: oh god (laughs) (laughs) Uh, cream tea
0: cream tea nice one and i suppose the sub question is which way round is that cream tea be careful what you say here because yeah. half of the listeners might go oh my gosh.
6: Don't hate me but I, I like cream first. Ah. <laughs> wow,
0: that's Cornish, isn't it? Is that Cornish?
6: Devon, Devon is cream Devon. first, isn't
1: it? Yeah, all the uh, yeah. listeners in Exeter are going to be cheering now. They're going to be loving it. Yeah,
6: the Cornish gal, I'm uh, I'm a traitor.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say I do agree with you though. It's cream first. Do you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: See, so yeah, I'm on the other end of the fence.
1: You're
6: jammed 1st
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, we could have a whole podcast on this. We could before. have a whole podcast yeah, on I feel this. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, ASOS or Depop?
6: Uh Depop. Wow, actually. Ooh. eBay is more my thing than Depop. So. Ah,
0: the old turn <laughs> answers in.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I
1: feel like eBay's having a bit of a resurgence.
0: And uh oat milk <laughs> or cow's milk? Oat milk. Oat milk. Nice one.
6: Yeah. Yes, I like that in a nice coffee.
0: Nice. Thank you for answering those really important questions. Um, we're going to dig a bit more into the
1: society now. Yeah. So, would you mind telling us a little bit more about what the zero waste society is all about?
6: Um, Yeah, so basically we're all about creating a community of like-minded people um, to live more planet-friendly and to create a low-impact lifestyle. So we're hoping to give advice um, and equip people with the knowledge to kind of start their journey or help them along the way, and we look for advice from other people too as well. So we're always open to suggestions.
0: Amazing, amazing stuff. So as part of the society, do you run any activities, events or trips, or are you planning any for you know, post COVID world.
6: Yeah, so um hopefully when we can see people in groups we'll have some things on both campuses, more crafty sort of things. Oh, nice. Uh so like yeah, beeswax wraps and candle making and stuff like that. But it will mainly be based on the campuses, both in Falmouth and Penryn. Um, But at the moment, because of coronavirus, obviously, it's going to be a lot more internet based. So I think we'll be utilising Instagram and Instagram Live to kind of do workshops that way through video.
1: Great stuff. Um, So how do you being a part of the Zero Waste Society enable people to improve their own sustainability?
6: Um, So through the workshops and stuff, we're kind of giving tips and ideas about how you can be more zero waste and also as well on the social medias we'll be giving tips on how to kind of do that so hopefully people will have a bit more of an idea of what we do and how you can be more zero waste. Brilliant
0: and what sort of members are you looking for as a society to make the perfect pairing?
6: So anybody really like I was saying earlier we want people that may not have tried it before or people that have some interest in it but then also people that might know a lot more than we do as well to give us advice on how to kind of make our society better so we want it to be really inclusive and kind of everybody at any stage of their journey
1: that's yeah. great so if you could sum up being a part of zero waste society in three words what would they be
6: uh crafty fun and friendly sounds really
0: good that you um that you make a load of stuff that's really cool yeah
6: yeah definitely.
0: very crafty so maybe people who are into like art and stuff would be at home yeah, in side so well.
6: I'm, I'm hoping that because we're sort of an arty based down here in falmouth that um it will appeal to people that might want to kind of start looking into zero waste uh through art so yeah pretty nice
0: great Thank you so much for that. Tailing off, what's the best method of people to contact you and Zero Waste Society if they do want to start getting involved?
6: Socials are probably the best way, just because it's quick and easy and most most people have socials. We've got uh, the Facebook Messenger. You can give us a message on that or on Instagram.
0: Great. And the email is on the union website, I guess?
6: Yes. So all the details are updated on the uh, SU website, so should all be up to date.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) Check it out. Yeah, check it out, everyone. Well, I'm sure you're going to have a huge influx of people wanting to come and find out what it's all about. So, yeah, thank you so much, Charlotte, for coming and talking about Zero Waste Society for thank us today. you for having me. No problem Great, at all. thanks a lot. Hope to see you soon.
6: Yes, thank you.
0: Next up today, we have the Beach Clean Society that we are talking to. And I'm very pleased to welcome Emily, who is representing... Welcome, Emily. Hi. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Really excited to talk to you about Beach Clean Society. You are representing because you have yeah. two years of presidential experience.
4: Yeah. But so yeah. Um, the project was set up in 2017. I've been president for the last two years, but I've just reluctantly handed it over to a fab new committee who are going to take it over from September, which is super exciting. Brilliant,
0: brilliant stuff. So we touched on that role of president. Um, what what is it exactly that a president does? In the beach a good clean
4: question. society. <laughs> so basically we've always really just been a committee of equals to be honest. The whole kind of point of beach clean society or beach clean project um, is to essentially go out and clean beaches it's pretty self-explanatory I mean, yes um, yeah um, and what with living in Cornwall it can actually be quite difficult to get out to beaches. So one thing that's kind of always been at the forefront of the project has been to make sure that students are able to get out and explore beaches which maybe aren't in That was Brilliant. basically it. Brilliant
0: stuff. And when you're there, is it expected that you pick up the most litter because you're the best? <laughs> is that <laughs> no
4: then? No, it's, it's all kind of equal. But we've had some some pretty hardcore litter pickers, to be honest. You know you're a pro litter picker when you can get, like, a cigarette butt with the pickers.
0: Ah.
4: Like a fun move to do.
0: So we're going to move on now to some essential questions that we want to establish about Beach Clean okay. Society uh, before we yep. move on any further. Um, so could you please answer on behalf of Beach Clean Society, pasty or cream tea?
4: Oh, God. Um... Cream tea, because I've got a sweet tooth. Cream but you tea. can actually get pasties that are full of jam. So, can I thing? answer jam pasty? It is a thing. Google it.
0: Wow, we love alternative answers on this program. So, <laughs> we'll accept. We'll accept. Next up, music or podcast?
4: Honestly, I've been doing a lot of work recently and I've kind of become a podcast sucker, Have to be you? honest. Have you. Nice. It's never really happened before. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: And finally, local adventures or a tropical paradise?
4: local adventures nice. um i'll admit i have been craving a holiday lately um but you know living in cornwall it's basically a tropical paradise when it's not raining yeah. so
0: and i expect you know going around to all these beaches doing some of this picking is
4: is beautiful yeah. in itself exactly it's basically a mini holiday brilliant
0: stuff well thank you for establishing those really important answers for us i'm sure everyone come? is either listening or has switched off at this point depending on what you've answered <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say it is all about beach clean society fundamentally.
4: People ask this a lot, and I don't know how to answer it other than saying cleaning beaches. Cleaning beaches. To be honest. <laughs> one one thing to kind of uh, back in 2019 is we ran an event called Plastic Free Week. Um so one really important part of our message that doesn't necessarily come across in the name, um, if you really don't know a lot about litter picking, um, is that we want to kind of educate people as much as we can about you know, the, the issues of plastics in our in our seas and on our coastlines. Um, so we had some people and do some talks in Plastic Free Week. Um, we had a guy, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Two Minute Beach Clean or the Two
0: Minute Initiative. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah.
4: Yeah, so we had the founder, his name's Martin Dory, and oh, wow. um, we had him come onto campus and, and do a talk for us about, you know, the whole idea of turning off the plastic tap, so making sure that we kind of reduce the demand for single-use plastics and then eventually that will hopefully trickle down and mean that there's less plastics for us to pick up which would be fab but I'd say that's kind of the biggest fundamental message that Beach Clean has other than beach cleaning.
0: That's brilliant and actually this links nicely onto our next question uh, which is going to be do you run any particular activities besides Beach Clean's um, like events or trips it sounds like you do. Yeah
4: well so um, we've also done a couple of fun events Um, one of my favourites is uh, plastic workshops so oh. quite a lot of the stuff that we pick up is obviously plastic. So we did a couple of events uh, with, with my friend Michelle, who uh, runs a business. She's actually um, professionally known as Smarty Lids on the Beach. She Because um, she picks up a lot of Smarty Lids. Oh, so they're okay. like, you know, the little plastic Smarty Lids that they used to do kind of back in the 70s. And for a little while, they've stopped doing plastic ones now, which is good. Um, but we would basically use all the litter, and all the plastic litter, stick it onto you know pieces of cardboard or little canvases. And you make something pretty out, of I something there's a bit nasty, really. Oh, great. We'd also do trips to the seal sanctuary to learn a bit about more kind of how plastic impacts wildlife and how we can, you know, kind of help as much as we can.
0: Wow, that's brilliant. I love seals. Yeah, I'm so am I. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you think, um, to sum up, how do you think being part of the Beach Clean Society helps people to improve their own sustainability?
4: So I think through the conversations I've had with you know some of the members that have come to our clean it's made people a lot more conscious about the way that they use things so the way that they use things like you know coffee cups and and water bottles and toothbrushes and it's it's really easy to make a simple switch to kind of minimize your impact on the environment we've always been kind of focused on the plastic thing because it's always it's always the thing that people kind of think about first it's always this kind of the simplest switch to make if that makes sense yeah Definitely. So I think that's kind of the, the biggest impact that we want to have on members.
0: And what sort of members do you think uh, the new committee are looking for uh, to make the perfect pairing when it comes to society?
4: So over the last couple of years, most of our members have been female. So I think it'd be really good to see kind of guys take a bit more interest. Okay. So last year, I actually asked my boyfriend what would draw him to a beach clean. And his response was Star Wars. Um, So (laughs) I think guys need to realise there's actually some really interesting things you can pick up on beaches. So in the 1970s or 80s, I think it was, there was actually a cargo container called the Tokyo Express, which tipped over and dumped loads of Lego on beaches all around the world. So you can find some pretty sick stuff on the beach. If any guys want to come along, find some Lego? Guys, girls, everyone's welcome.
0: The Legos there.
4: Yeah, I think it'd be really good for, for some guys to take an interest.
0: And and do you think there's a potential of doing a Star Wars themed litter pick?
4: Oh, I wish there was. People? I can't. I can't kind of work out yet how they do mm. it.
0: You could maybe imagine that you're on Tatooine or something. And if you could sum up being part of the Beach Clean Society in three words, what would they be? Obsessed with litter. That's actually a sentence. No one's done that yet. That's really exciting.
4: Um, We're all a bit creepily obsessed with litter. <laughs> Once you start getting into beach cleaning, you go a bit alley.
0: Brilliant. I okay. think that sums it up great, I think. Thank you, Emily. That's really insightful. You've really sold beach cleaning society to us, and I hope lots of people want to get involved, male and female, Star Wars or no Star Wars. <laughs> if they want to get involved, what's the best method of contact for them to contact society
4: so we're on facebook so uh, it's just the beach clean project um or just through the su page would be the easiest way to get hold of us it's just the beach clean
0: project cool yeah. so thank you for talking about the beach clean project today and wish you a pleasant rest of the day
4: thank you you too
0: this has been the rfx podcast with me jake and me george we hope you've enjoyed this episode all about sustainable societies
1: big thank you to our guests today and of course all of you for listening
0: if this hasn't satisfied your sustainability cravings enough then do check out the other episodes in our series which explore many other themes and topics
1: you can stream this episode and all the others in the series on demand anytime anywhere on spotify and a host of other platforms all accessible via anchor site. head to anchor.fm forward slash r effect dash pod the links and all the information
0: Finally, if you would like to contact myself and George on the RFX podcast about the show, about content, about anything you want, pop us an email. Sustainability at fxplus.ac.uk is what you need to send it to.